It's the Tiltcast, episode 370. Put on your war face. And this week, guys, we return to Metro Exodus. This is your war face. Crackdown 3. And Justin talks more VR. Stay tuned. You don't scare me. Work on it. It's Tuesday. You fucking god. (laughs) His fucking vibrator's going on over there. I didn't have a can, so I had to do something. (laughs) Uh, It's the Tillcast. It is the Tillcast. Holy shit. It's another week. That's that's March 1st. It's fucking March already. Holy fuck. Um, Yeah. 9.17 p.m. Hey, we're 15 minutes earlier than last time. The year of our robot overlords, 2019. It's the year of ICP-30, the brightest (laughs) juggalo in the galaxy. Oh, my God. That is my quip that I just used right now. (laughs) Please don't. Please don't. Anywho, yeah. Um, Things, stuff, things. What? Now it wants my password. Mm. Gotta love it. (laughs) Jesus, Jesus. What is with the fucking... What is with your vibrator going off? Like, seriously. I can't turn off the vibrator. Oh, yeah, it's, based on what's going on tonight, sure. I gotcha. Just me. <laughs> it's a... No, it's... Wee. My Bluetooth headset keeps disconnecting from my phone, connecting to my laptop, disconnecting from my laptop, connecting to my phone. It It's fucking weird. So I just turned Bluetooth off on my phone and... Now yeah. it's now Now it's continuing to vibrate. You. No, that should be the last one. Are you sure? That, Kids, that should it's be so, the last it one. It is. It's fucking like... <laughs> <laughs> like normally if a vibrator is... We, it's just you know. got, it's like a it's like a dying little child or something. It's, <laughs> it's like Robert Smith as a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, it is a cheap-ass set of Bluetooth earbuds. <laughs> it's like... I spent ten dollars on them. It's Tuesday. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like how my Wednesday night went. <laughs> oh God! What well, happened? Wednesday? That's already going down. <laughs> oh, what happened Wednesday? Oh, oh. Um, well, so anyways, so. We've been, uh, just to give you a quick overview, yeah. we're going to have about 30 minutes of bullshit, and then you'll get some video games. Uh, we are an M-rated show, and just expect it. We're going to say fuck a lot. Yes. Okay? Yes. By the way, you already, your, virgin ears, your, your virgin ears, your has been popped. Fuck. So, I'm, I'm done. Yes. Anyways, um, we want to, I want to get started. I'm, I'm in rare form right now. Uh, are you? I am. All right. All right. I'm well, feeling good. You good? I'm good. I'm good. Well, then you'll love this. Okay. okay. Well, I'm sure I can top it. Uh, I'll, Maybe. Not uh, all. I'll it's start a, off. This has been a rough, uh, a rough, rough, rough week. week. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. My week started off well because I started off binge watching the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Oh, me and my girlfriend are actually talking about watching that Sunday. It's good. I just wasn't sure about it because it's like the vocalist from My Chemical Romance or something wrote it. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. And I'm really not a fan of them, but well, I'm willing to try something out because it looks kind of Watchmen, kind of kick-ass, kind of X-Men. Kind it, of. It's kind of like, uh, 
a mix between like if you took like shameless x-men and watchmen and like shameless and that like dysfunctional threw some, some of the elements from all three of those things into a into a superhero series that's what you get with umbrella academy interesting okay yeah okay it 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 was really good. The first couple episodes are kind of a slow start. Well, of course it is. It's the first. Um, it's, yeah. Because, you know, there's. World building. There's a lot how of many, world bi- how building. How many episodes? Was, did you finish it already? Yeah. How many episodes is it? I forget. I think it's like 10 or 12. Was it a mature rated show or is yes. it? Yes. Okay. Very much so. Okay. I just not that it has to be. I'm just saying, like, um, I just want a world without constraints. Not necessarily because of, you know, it overuses the word fuck or there's nudity or anything like that in it. No, it's just very dark. Okay. They they don't shy so away from being dark. Okay. Um, I'm down. So it it was it is definitely worth the watch. Yeah, we were trying to. Um, did you talk about Polar a few weeks back? It was he did. me. You'd like Polar, didn't you? Yeah. We were thinking about watching that too. It's uh, that was the kind of B version action movie thing. I, it's yeah. It's um. It's. I watched it since it's it's like is it a series or is it just a it's movie? a movie? It's okay. a movie. It it's kind of like Poor Man's John Wick. It's, it's pretty it's good. A, it's a yeah. It 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 really is. It, you, it's pretty good. Uh, it's just you know an, an, an assassin, t- but it's very like uber action assassin. Yeah. It's it's well, it's it's exceedingly gory in some spots. Yeah. Um. It like I said, it it it's like a lower budget John Wick. It is. It's really but what it is. Isn't it a dark horse thing? Yeah. Uh, that's right. So it's based off of a comic book, but yeah, it's. But the way they did the movie is. But the thing is, is that the 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 movie made me think of a comic book as I was because I'd never actually yeah. seen it before in comic form. So it made you think that it was a you know it was basically a graphic novel. Now I will say the one the one complaint out I will say with the Umbrella Academy is that um it does all this setup for the present day right. And so in the first couple of episodes, it does a lot of back and forth to the past. Well, that doesn't really necessarily stop. So I felt like the pace of it got kind of broken here and there for flashbacks. Um, but overall, it's still really good. Yay. Okay. It's, it's the first season of a new show. Yeah. Okay. So, um... So it kind of like how some of that stuff broke up uh, Lost in Space. Kind of same thing here. Yeah, and I liked Lost in Space pretty well. Kind of same thing here. Um, so that was really good. I played uh, a little bit more. Uh, but uh, don't jump directly into games. Did you do anything well, in real life? Yeah. Yeah. It, this is leading up to it. So okay. I played a little bit more Crackdown and played some uh, um um, Homefront Revolution because I was trying to squeeze in a little bit more before my Game Pass gave out. Hmm. The free the months that Rusty bought me. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you already? Did you only have three months? No, he bought like eight months. Yeah. I've had for yeah. a while. Oh, is this is that going off Game Pass? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So I should have played it probably. So I played enough of that to get a good feel for it. So I'll talk about that later. But anyway, so that was like Saturday through Tuesday. Hmm. Wednesday, hmm. I found out I made a horrible mistake during the day. Mm-mm. Because I went to a local eatery that's fairly friendly that's fairly famous for their half pound cheese conies and their tater tots. Are you talking about Sonic? Yes. Oh. What? And I got the half pound cheese coney. Oh. I got the tater tots. Oh. And I felt fine for the afternoon. Uh. Get home, I'm eating dinner. I feel full about halfway through dinner. This is not normal for me. <laughs> but, you know, I'll... I'll take it with a grain of salt. I haven't shit yet, so you know, I'll. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's a it's a yeah. perfectly understandable qualifier. It, it it's baking, so That's... you know, I'll just leave it alone <laughs> for now. <laughs> the look. <laughs> I go to, I go to bed. Uh, so we go to bed around nine thirty. Anymore, I haven't um, shit yet. Oh, because Tuesday we actually spent the. I took the day off for my wife's birthday. Good for you. We spent like all day bowling because she found a bowling ball at thrift store that fit her hand and she was all excited. Okay. So she wanted, she wanted to put it to, she put wanted, it to good use. She wanted to play that ball. I saw your score, man. It was pretty pathetic. That, that was unfair. That was game five. Uh-huh. Pretty pathetic. And I do have my own ball from back, back when I actually did bowl in the league. It is a 16 pound ball. Okay. And anybody who bowls often knows a 16-pound ball, unless you are just a fucking rip giant or you're bowling all the time, that shit starts to wear out your arm after a few games. I typically go for the 14-pounder. So, 16 pounds would be a little a little rough. So, yeah, what she didn't show you there was the first three games were over 130, 150. Okay. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. But your fifth, <laughs> but my fifth, fifth game, game was like double digits, fifty-three, just gutter balling it. Huh? Uh, I could not. The, the kid scored higher. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should have gotten a little ramp and just rolled it. <laughs> just granny. I, I could not. <laughs> I sixteen-pound ball granny rolling will get you strikes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I actually think I pulled a pulled a muscle on my forearm because i could not throw the ball straight at all it just no but you got some good right hand strength don't you rusty yeah but i can't bowl for you know for whatever reason uh, the last time i went bowling uh i i pulled a muscle or it it popped my freaking uh tendon Mm -hmm. uh the last time i went bowling and it was fucking like 10 years ago or more uh and then uh, ever since then, if I go to uh, go to bowl or try, uh, it will my fucking arm will hurt like a bitch because the fucking tendon that that controlled yeah. that is gone. But then for some reason, because we were we were at main event from like 11 o'clock until we went to pick up the kids around two. And then after we got the kids, we went back. So we were there again from like four o'clock to nine o'clock that last fucking game i hit 200 
It was mm-hmm. just like 15 games of bowling? Yes. Jesus. So... So, so you she and your... picked the she cherry picked the worst score she from you. She cherry picked the worst score from uh, me. Okay, I yeah. was wondering why. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering why it was exceedingly low. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think she... I, I commented on the picture. I said you, you need yeah. to remind Jason what, that it's what not she golf. also, what she also didn't explain was that uh, during that game I was fighting the kids most of the time because you know trying to keep them engaged, especially the four year old and the five year old. Yeah, so so you were half the time I was getting up there just trying to heave the ball down the lane to just to move the thing along. Yeah, okay, just set it in the gutter next time. Slowly <laughs> roll it down. Wait, so wait, anyway. so wait. See, so you were on a lane that didn't have bumpers for the kids. No, there you can set the bumpers for the bowler, so they will pop up for the bowler. And pop back down for the next one. Where the fuck was that when I was a kid? Right. <laughs> so it was either a bumper lane or a non-bumper lane. You had to make a choice. So I was also <laughs> chalking up some of my some of my physical woes Wednesday night to the fact that I was probably overtired from a full day of bowling. Mm, okay. And chasing the kids around. So you know, I'm chalking it down to that. We go to bed around nine thirty. Two hours later, I wake up and I can taste acid in the back of my throat. I'm like, eh, it's just acid reflux. I struggle with that quite often. So, you know, whatever. I pop a couple times, go back to bed. Mm-hmm. Few few minutes after I lay back down, Mm-mm. I can taste just a little bit more than acid. No, no. And I'm like, oh, you get that feeling. This is this is not reflux. Mm-mm. This this thing is a go. This, this is, thing is a go. The, the 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 mountain is rumbling. The volcano is about to spew. So I start running to the bathroom. Keep in mind, my house only has one bathroom, and mm-hmm. that's across the house from oh, yeah. where my bedroom is. So about halfway between the bedroom and the bathroom. Which is like five steps. I throw up <laughs> a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> and of course, I'm trying not to spray my living room with <laughs> with throw up, right? So I'm trying to keep it in my mouth. Well, half, half of the remaining distance, trying to keep it in my mouth, I actually swallow a little oh. bit of it. Nastiness, which of course just accelerates everything else. Yeah, knowing you, you by, can't fucking stop throwing up. But by the time I hit the bathroom, I hit it with just enough time to reach my hand out to the toilet seat, and before I can push the toilet seat up, I explode <laughs> <laughs> right on top of the toilet seat. Evo. The entire contents of my stomach from lunch on. I'm, I shit you not. There were pieces of bun. There were pieces oh, of hot dog. Nasty, there man. were pieces of tater tot. All oh, right. Dinner was grilled cheese and denty more beef stew. Oh, guess oh. what was also present? Oh, when you can identify little, oh. little carrots. Nasty. I. Carrot chunks, potato chunks, beef chunks. You fucking 
wrong, man. You're wrong. All over the... Th- I had to have thrown up two gallons worth of liquid. <laughs> this guy's like... And you food. didn't digest anything. I did not digest anything from lunch on. The entire contents of my stomach came that, out. That fucking that that dog that coney was my that that dog turned everything off. S- something was wrong with that dog, <laughs> <laughs> or the chili that the dog was covered in. Ugh. I don't know exactly which one. I'm I'm. But That's either why I don't way, do chili dogs anymore. It it was it was food poisoning of a level I've never had. Oh, I mean, man. I've had food poisoning before. Generally, yeah. you get food poisoning and you're peeing out your butt for a couple days. Okay, I can kind of handle that. Remember that Mexican place? No. Oh. Mm. But that wasn't a bad way. That when, day. <laughs> when I tell you, I threw up hard enough. It, I threw up for five minutes straight. This is I threw up hard enough that when I was done, I could do nothing else except crawl my naked, bile-covered, shitty body <laughs> into the shower to try and rinse off. And, of course, while I'm in the shower rinsing off... <laughs> Crystal cunt. So you ran across the house naked. (laughs) I was in my underwear, okay? (laughs) I do not go to bed completely naked because I never know when a child will show up in my bedroom. Right. So I was in underwear, but at that point, the underwear was just as covered in bile as the rest of my body. (laughs) He was a fucking... Vomit fountain. He was fucking like erupting everywhere. I could see this. It Unfortunately. Looked, it the stream that came out of my you remember how <laughs> you remember how those how those streams of uh of slime on those Nickelodeon oh. shows when we were kids. See when I think vomit, looked, I think of Exorcist. Fucking like pea soup. Spraying. Yeah, I, no, this was that like times ten. Jesus. All right. Oh, that's nasty. I mean, my mouth my mouth was fully open. It just looked like a tube of yep. bile going. You were yeah. exercising, man. That re- you know, that reminds me when I was a long before we did this, no, it'd have been slightly after I started this show, before or right when you guys first started with us. Was at that apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And Real long time friend of mine who doesn't live in Tulsa area anymore. She lives in Denver. My friend Vanessa um, used to. There was a local clothing. I'll give you a quick background on why I know this person. She's been friends since she was like literally 18 and I was like 21. And she got me started doing photography. I took pictures of her for a local like boutique shop called Zats. So she'd get a bunch of free clothes basically from them. I'd take pictures. They'd put it in ads and that's right where I got started doing semi-professional photography. Anyways, known her for a ridiculous amount of time. She has driven me home from being too drunk a million times and heard me throw up a lot. And also one of Trent's real close friends, too. And there was a night that I don't drink like this anymore, but I'd gotten really hungover to the point of, like, calling to work. This is back when we all worked the same place, right? Mm-hmm. And I called in from work drunk. And um, probably the first year I worked there. And I was throwing up really, really heavy, and she was calling Trent for something. I I don't even remember what it was. 
and then Trent is in the other room. I'm throwing up, and like you can hear it because I've just I'm gripping the bowl and mm-hmm. I'm just hulking. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like just he ho it into the toilet bowl. After after Wednesday night into Thursday morning, I understand exactly what you're describing. And she, Trent suddenly flips on speakerphone, and I just hear laughter across the apartment. (laughs) And I just hear, and she's like, Nas, you drank too much again, didn't you? (laughs) 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 Because she's heard me throw up so much. Like, that was her first comment. She's like, is Nas throw it up? And, like, she just has always made fun of me for the way I throw up because it's so loud. Doesn't It doesn't matter where you are, who you are. But she can hear me across the apartment on the phone. When 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 you hear... I love a trademark vomit. It's I turn into a vomit comment. Like, it's that bad, too. It's bad. You're, yeah. Yeah. So, it, is, it sucks. I hate throwing up. But nowadays, like, I've gotten over the, like, I'm I'm just, I, I don't want to throw up to, let me get it out of me. Right. Just get and, it yeah. done. Get it done, right? So, since you're talking about that, I assume you, you washed your shitty body and. Oh, yeah. And, of course, as I'm rinsing myself off, Crystal comes to the doorway, takes one look. I hear her take one sniff, and she's like, oh. I'm not cleaning this up. <laughs> That's true love right there. <laughs> I I know normally I'm the one who has to clean it up because but, I truly have a weak constitution. If I see it, smell it, or taste it, I can't stop myself. No, I, I can attest. This, this is going to make things worse for you, Jason. So a similar thing happened, but not to me. Oh. So... I didn't know that my dog had such a sensitive stomach, and I switched dog food on her. Oh, God. About Monday. Oh. And Tuesday, when I came home, there was, she had, it looked like I had squatters in the house. Like, it looked like somebody broke in. She comes up to the door, and she's like, looking very meek and, like, really upset, and she's got her head bowed down, and I was like, what did you do? Uh-uh. What did you do? Uh-huh. And she's just, like, curled up next to the door, like, looking at me like, I'm in trouble. And it's like, what did you do? You and I walk past look. her, walk past her, walk into the kitchen, walk past the kitchen, and the way my house laid out, the next thing I see is the dining room, and then in front of that counter over there, was like just logs and logs and logs of shit. I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> um, she when you gotta go. shit like a bigger dog than she is. It was impressive. <laughs> I was that, like, holy cow. That is what's called complete bowel evacuation, sir. And then she shit all the way down that hallway. She oh, threw nasty. up all the way down that hallway. Oh. And then she held it to get to that spot and then exploded. Like, it was, there's just so much. I was like, well, how did you, there is nothing left in you. I was She's like, a much lighter dog now. And then I didn't I didn't put two and two together, right? I didn't know that changing dog food was a thing, right? Yeah. And so I gave her the same dog food again. I was like, oh, you must be hungry. I'm going to give you some more food. And... I gave her the food again. <laughs> Made sure that, you know, Let she had went guess. out. You woke up Tuesday morning. No, no, to, no. Not Tuesday morning. Or Wednesday morning. I Wednesday mean. night I came home and she had exploded again. 
And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I texted my girlfriend, and she's like, what did you do? And I was like, the only thing I can think of is maybe it's the dog food. She's like, did you change the dog food? I was like, yeah. She's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> she's, you like, you don't, she's like, you don't know that's a... I was like, it's, I didn't know that was a thing. She's yes. like, no, it's a thing. You changed your yeah. dog food. Especially with older dogs. So it that, that'll typically happen more with dogs on the youngest end of the spectrum. So when they're in the puppy stages and when they're eight plus years old, yeah, changes in diet do not agree with their stomachs. Well, and then so... I immediately was like, so I've got to clean this up again, right? Uh-huh. So I cleaned it up again, which was, oh, my God, I hate poop so much. <laughs> and I cleaned it up again, right? And then, This is well known. <laughs> and then I immediately went to Walmart to go get this. What the hell? It's like $8 for like three pounds. It's so expensive. It's Pure Balance or I forget. Oh, I know what the color yeah. of the bag is. It's really expensive food that my ex used to feed her, and she's just gotten used to it, and that's what she's got to eat is this Pure yeah. Balance, like $9 for three pounds of dog food kind of stuff. It's yeah, just, you're spending like 40 bucks for 20 pounds of dog food. Yes. And yeah. I gave her that, and so Thursday night, she didn't poop yeah. as much. Tonight, there was just... A little bit, and she managed to get it all in that spot. But I have cleaned up yeah. dog shit See, for, like, that's when I say I had a rough right. week. It was literally the dog <laughs> well, exploding every and, fucking day. And that's num- And I just, you know, I'm not mad at her anymore. Like, it's my fault. That, that's the number three time that that happens is if a dog's been on a specialty dog food, like for, I got mad at Crystal because she put the pit. Oh, on no. a specialty dog food oh, no. because, you know, you got, she read online, you got to feed pits a very specific diet. Oh, God. So if they're on a specialty type of food, generally those specialty foods have less grease, of course, less chicken meal, you know, less wheat, less grains, etc. So when you go feed them, a food, a specialty food that's very protein heavy, very little fat, very little chicken meal, etc. That shit will tear up their stomach, just like somebody who's been dieting going and eating something that's really greasy. Well, and I got her some like organic Aldi's dog food. I was like, oh, thank God, at five pounds for four dollars. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that was just like such a bad idea. Yeah, that mm. quote, organic dog food at Aldi's. It's not. Mm. It's Purina. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, <laughs> that shit tore her stomach up, and yeah. I felt bad, but like I just. You couldn't I, really feel bad because you ended up having to deal with the aftermath. I you just, were just pissed off at the. You, I was you pissed, pissed off, off at myself. It was so, just. I'm going to. I'm going to get mad, but you can't get mad at the dog. You can get mad hor- at yourself, but you I have horrible be- common sense sometimes. Oh, wow. And this is one of those common sense times. Like honestly, I haven't owned a dog in years, but since I was a child, I have yeah. never had a pet animal. Outside of living with my parents 20 years ago. And your parents took care of the food. Yeah, they took uh-huh. care of all that. They but, lived on Old Roy forever. But I, I, I knew that, and I don't have a dog and haven't had a dog in years. You probably have more common sense than me. 
maybe. That's apparent. More OCD, <laughs> yes. but probably more common sense. Possibly. So, to, <laughs> it's the shit cast. Let, let me <laughs> say, is puke I, or I shit? Will, well, I will say that. I had a migraine. Yay. <laughs> so, the. Uh, uh, I threw away bath mat. Yeah. I threw away two towels that the children left in the floor. Oh, yeah. Crystal just got a brand new shower curtain that had mm. to be bleached because, you know, splatter happens. Hey, I, I can't really, I, I can't say much. <laughs> there was the one fucking time I had, yeah, I, because I have fucking migraines, right? Sometimes they get up to the fucking level of I'm going to spew everything that I've had. Uh, it just oh, happens. God. And re- you remember that one fucking time. I was, so my room is he, he literally around the corner from the bathroom. I have the shortest trip from my room to the bathroom. Shit, it was like eight steps from his bed to the bathroom. And and, and that's in total. Of course, it's like four large steps as you're running towards the fucker. So <laughs> I get to my door, try to open my fucking door, can't hold it in anymore. Fucking like spray it on the fucking door halfway down the fucking hallway, get into the fucking bathroom, grab the fucking toilet and be done. Nothing got into the fucking toilet, yeah, but that was thing. already done. I've done the thing where you throw up and you catch it in your mouth, <laughs> and then it makes it worse. And you're like, you feel like a puffer that, fish because you that's just what like you got. You're like, to me. like yep. I don't know from my mouth. I kind of get it out. And then it's just, and then when you just like, it's like a cereal bowl full of like. Oh, all right, <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop. We can stop with that comparison. But needless to say, it's so, like chewed up Cheerios. Oh, I, oh. and, and old milk. Oh, oh, God. So, All right, so guys. I get I get out of the shower and successfully navigate my way out of the bathroom without throwing up again. And I have to sit down in my recliner for like thirty minutes. When you're fucking like physically and emotionally drained from the yes. experience. Yes. Knowing that I have to go back into that bathroom. And clean it before children touch it. Uh, right. So I literally like took a, you know, one of those paper masks you buy for like doing the lawn or some shit. I took one of those, coated the inside of it with fixed vapor rub. And I went in to start my journey. <laughs> right? You make your own fucking, like, the, uh, the you know, the, the, the fucking plague doctor masks. Yes. The big plague doctor masks were big fucking, like, crow-looking fucking things. That they that, put essential oils and stuff in. So fucking they fucking herbs and shit yeah. in there so that because they believed that that was going to ward off the plague. Yeah. It was just so that they didn't have to smell the death. That's yeah. pretty much what you did with a gas mask. Pretty there, much. You, you had your own fucking like Vicks so, Vaporub mask. It Makes took po- me, perfect sense for you. It took me until three in the morning because I'd get about 30 minutes in. I get like a it, section done. You realize it gets worse over time, right? And the okay. Vicks would wear off. Oh my God. 
This is fucking like negative constitution fucking Sally over here. <laughs> yeah, pretty it, much. So I'm surprised you didn't fucking up Chuck just from seeing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the the thing was the color and the texture was exactly that of the Denty Moore beef stew I had for dinner. There's a reason so, why Denty Moore is not a good idea, guys. So so the visual It's basically dog food. So the visual wasn't uh wasn't the horrible part on me. But smell was bad. So Next. I I literally texted my boss about halfway through the bath bathroom <laughs> cleanup at like one thirty in the morning and went, so I'm not coming into work tomorrow. I had food poisoning. I'll be late into work because I'm still cleaning my bathroom. <laughs> I believe that's all the details you'll want. <laughs> See you when I get there in the morning. <laughs> See you when I finally make it here. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how my Wednesday went. So li- yesterday I literally ate nothing. I drank water yeah. and ginger ale. Yeah. That is all I put on my stomach all day yesterday. That's what happened after I fucking went to uh, Trace Amigos. Remember that shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember I remember that clear as fucking day. Cause well, you did say the salsa was warm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a that's, little warm. Uh, that's a bad, bad sign. It's been left yeah. out. Yeah. So, but he ate it anyway. Um. Yeah. Uh, let's just say I knew uh, something he, was happening because I erupted from both ends. He, he, and my wife had a rough night that night. I erupted from both, both had, ends. And I could not stop. They both had the salsa. It, yeah, there's a reason why I haven't ever gone back. Gone there, back there ever. So, uh, so I did not. I didn't eat a fucking thing last night. I played the. I played Homefront: The Revolution until my Game Pass died. What does it do when you're when you're playing a game and fucking Game Pass does? I've I've always wondered. It uh, it says. Your access has been revoked. No, it uh, basically uh, like uh, forces you forces the game like you lost server connection. Oh, it, like, okay. Forces you, forces you offline, okay. and then you go reload it, and it and it tells tells you uh, 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 that's taking too long to load. Uh, so they just basically so, cut off your network access so the, to the game. So then you go back and you completely exit out of the game. And you can't go back into it. And you go back into it and that's when it tells you your Game Pass subscription's up. You'll need to purchase the game. Yeah. Got it. I wondered. I was like, so if I'm in a game and it doesn't turn off, I'm in the game forever? Yeah. No. So because I didn't need it all yesterday, today for... Anybody who works for a decent employer, today was Employee Appreciation Day. It was? Yes. It mm. was. I don't work for a decent employer. <laughs> so, it's my day off. Of so. course. 
my place of work gets gets pizza and they they get a little other thing but they got decent pizza they they got pizza from hung, hungry howies okay so it's not like pizza hut or Mazzio's or is, some place like that i remember hungry howies from college and right. it was five dollar pizza oh yeah it's $5 like $5 somewhere pizza. it's like better than little caesar's not as good as the deluxe like Hungry Howie's was, uh, was the, uh, the I thing actually is... put it somewhere in be, in between Pizza Masio's and um, uh, Papa John's. It's no. like somewhere in between there. Not from what I've. The only thing that was good about Hungry Howie's is the fact that they did uh, flavored crusts, and they were one of the only places in town that did it. Mm. Now you can get flavored crusts from just about everybody. Right. Yeah. Except so, for a proper pizza place like Salvastatos. Right. right. Or like Andalonis. Yeah. 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 That just has oh, good everything. Andalonis. When I'm not feeling the deep dish, that's where I like to go. Dude, those two places are so good. Alton Brown likes both of those places. Yes. Uh, l- let's just say I'm in a... I, Alton Brown, when his show was here, actually raved about both of those places. Yes. So... I know we're not going to go on the food cast rant again, but he did give some proper props to a few places here. Yes, you, you're, he did. You're not too far away. Like you are farther away from Savastano's than I am from Andalini's. Well, shit, you it's have right an down Andal- the fucking street. Well, and there, there's right an the Andalini's like 20 minutes from here too. Well, and mm, there's one in BA. It's around the corner too. I say there's like one five miles away. Yeah. yeah, it's Andalini's is pretty legit. It, it's pretty god. It it's pretty legit. Um, have you had their gelato? I have not. I, I, so you know they I've, literally make and, like even their fucking cheese. I know. Yeah. So Andalini's is like an interesting cross between a between a New York style and an, and a brick oven style. Yeah. It it's good stuff. It works. It's really good. It's just their own thing. Yeah, it's really good, but. Um, I, I love the pepperoni they use, that fucking giant-ass fucking pepperoni. I think they make that in-house, too. Oh, dude. That's why everything, that's why, good. like, two people always cost, like, 35 bucks, but it's worth it every time. It, I The nice thing actually, about Andalini's is that- The cheapest way to do Andalini's is go for lunch and get, like, the, forget what it is. It's like the choose two lunch or something. Yeah, but you I can, went, you can get as many pizza slices My, as you want for that. So, like, the place I, you know, the place I work for is based out of state, and my regional managers. I don't have a manager that works here. My manager works out of like, literally out of West Virginia, and then my regional works out of another state. And the couple of times that she's been down here, she's taken us out to Andalini's because she just loves it so much. Yeah, she's just like, uh, there's no question here, but we're going to Andalini's, and we're just going to figure out what we get. Yeah. She's like, she'd get two pizzas. She knew I was doing low carb, so she got me like <laughs> meatballs. Yeah. Like every oh, time. And, and their pretty, meatballs are yeah, pretty meatballs. decent. Um, um, I try not to go there because then I would just sign over my paycheck. Yeah. It's, it, it's good. Did, so I'm going to. It's good. So, Rusty, go ahead. So anyway, I ate four pieces of that shit. Right. That's not enough. So then. Coincidentally, Friday is food truck day. Uh-huh. So, Delini's at food truck is downstairs. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Wait, that's on you work like six blocks from me. Yes. Yeah. 
fuck. Yeah. 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 I should have done that today. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I can. Andalini's for, I can isn't always for, there. It's like only a couple times a month. You just need to text me next time. I will they're... text you next time they're going to be there. Shit, I'll just go yeah. eat lunch with you. I don't um, really think about that. We have right? lunch about the same time we work, like eight blocks apart. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. And I take a regular ass lunch on Friday. Um, Tuesdays and Fridays. So, it could be either day. Yeah, I work both um, those days. So anyway, so I get three slices from them, and you know their slices are fairly yeah. fucking big, right? Especially the food truck ones. On top of that, they got for the quote surprise for the day, they got gourmet cookies from Co- Cookie Doodle. The big ones, the large ass fucking gourmet cookies. Oh yeah, yeah. I got two of those. <laughs> <laughs> He's like. I've had a large because, pizza. Because I found somebody cookies. who's on a diet, and they didn't want, of course, they didn't want their cookie because they don't want to break their diet. Oh, man. <sighs> Be like, stand up. Anybody else so, on a diet? <laughs> I had a French toast cookie, which is basically a snickerdoodle, but like with a maple brown sugar, like glaze icing honeycombed on it. Oh, man, it was amazing. And then a caramel apple, which basically tasted like a apple pie of course in a cookie of course so and then and then second ship's pizza got there and i went and had four more pieces oh my god (laughs) so it's a pizza and a half right there (laughs) so i i've maybe overeaten a little today maybe but keep in mind, I did eat it all yesterday for fear of something happening. <laughs> Rusty, uh... So if I pass out in the middle of podcast, you know why. Ah, gotcha. Do you have anything we'll interesting? You. you weren't sick or anything like that, right? No. No, I mean, no. I, I thought I was going to be, but uh, I, I decided that I was going to... Uh, so instead of just buying chicken breasts and you know and just doing the normal thing uh, I decided to get the full chicken <clears throat> and mm-hmm. do just roasted chicken mm-hmm. and uh, I I can do a turkey perfectly mm-hmm. fine but when it comes to chicken I don't know what the fuck I do I do something completely wrong I don't know what it's essentially the same thing right Chicken is just a smaller turkey for me. <laughs> you know, uh, the same thing you do with a chicken on the grill works in the oven, too. And Right, but I have a roaster, so I was using oh. the roaster, and... Um, <clears throat> That's no fun. I, well, I know. No beer cans are involved. <sighs> no, but I don't normally have beer cans in the house either, so... Because I don't, I don't drink very often. What kind of boring uh, prick are you? Well, fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I decided that I was going to, and I, I'm. I, I bought two chickens because ultimately this is this is my thought process. Thursday morning, I'm fucking going, you know, uh, going in there, and I'm looking for the fucking uh, the previous day's rotisseries. Yeah. What I want isn't the chicken. I want the chicken bones. Like, and if I can get the previous day's chicken, 
you know, that they have in the cooler or whatever for fucking like half off or whatever the fuck it is, I can just debone the chicken, take the bones, and I was going to make chicken bone broth. Okay. Uh, you know, and that's I, I need two pounds of chicken bones. Okay. So they didn't have anything that wasn't two fucking days old at this fucking Walmart. So I'm like, what? No, I'm not. I'm not using two day old chicken. Fuck that shit. That shit should have been thrown out fucking last night. So I'm like, well, I need fucking chicken bones, and I and, and it can't be fucking fried chicken bones because you have. You that doesn't work so well in, in in bone broth. So I need to make roasted chicken. So I I say, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna go ahead and get the whole chickens and roast them. And uh, and it, it it was all right. So I I got all the you know everything that I need to make the bone broth, and I got those chickens. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do with these things. Roast them, I guess. I. Roasted the fucking chicken last, you know, last night at about one o'clock in the morning, because that's when I have fucking dinner. Um, and uh, I mean, meat thermometer, you know, it's at the right temperature and everything. But I get down to the fucking thigh, and even though I stuck a meat thermometer in the fucking thigh, the thigh was not cooked all the way through. Mm. And, of course, your mind does shit to you when you start thinking about it. You yeah. automatically think, like, fucking not properly cooked chicken is going to make you sick, right? Even if it doesn't make you sick, your mind will start to make you think like you're sick. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking at this fucking, like, you know, it's mostly cooked chicken, right? But... You thinking it's not quite cooked, so I get through like yeah. enough of it to think that I'm going to possibly be sick, and I just debone the rest of it, throw the fucking meat away, and you know, and throw the fucking you know bones in the freezer so that I can you know I can do the bone broth later. Yeah. You roast the bones again, so it's it'll be fine. And immediately afterwards, this was at like fucking two o'clock when it was all done. Uh, immediately afterwards, I'm like, uh, I'm fucking feeling really bad, feeling real fucking bad. <laughs> and I, and, and I lay down and I pass out until seven o'clock in the fucking morning, which is most of my fucking night. This is most of my day. I slept until when I normally fucking, I'm getting ready to go to bed. So I'm up at seven o'clock in the morning this morning and I feel fine. My mind fucked me and I've lost most of my fucking day because of it. So I'm, I'm here up wide awake when I should be ready to go to bed. And what do I fucking do? I just, I threw a fucking VR headset on and I start fucking playing fucking VR games like crazy. Cause that's what you do when you fucking, you know, have been feeling sick to, you know, you you throw something on your fucking head that could possibly make you even more fucking sick. Uh, and I locked myself in VR until fucking one o'clock in the afternoon today, uh, which gives me a solid, like by the time I got uh, out of VR and ready to fucking bed, I was, at, uh, I was off to sleep at about two and I woke up at about six. So four hours of sleep, yay! Uh, fucking, but I got I got some VR gaming in, 
you you lock yourself in VR for fucking five or six hours playing various VR games, you 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 tend to get through a few games. You and I was looking at more. I was looking for more games. <laughs> so of course you were because one of the things that I found out with VR is just a lot of that shit is you know you you buy these fifteen dollar games. Sure, they're fifteen dollars, but they're like two hours worth of an experience. Yeah, something and, like that. And I mean, it, it seems like the 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 dollar to play time ratio is the, <clears throat> the I I have some comments on that. Okay, because there are some genuine experiences that last a lot longer. You just haven't discovered them yet. Well, and I think what you ought to do, since we're sharing a library anyway, right? Because I share with you and like one other person, two other people, right? Is go through some of the longer form games that are actually just games that have VR tacked on, but it's not tacked on, it actually works. And I'll give you an example. I showed you Elite Dangerous tonight. I, and yes. That's a fully formed game that has VR functionality and does it well. Another game that also um, kind of fits this category, and I'm going to try it again now that I have a rig that'll run stuff, um, is um, Everspace. Yep. Everspace is good, and I think it'll be good once that now that I have a car that'll run it. And then um, you're gonna hate this, but I don't. I'm borrowing this right now, so I don't have it for me you to share. Mm. But Fallout VR, okay. Fallout Four is actually very good in VR, and and that may be fine, but I'm I I don't want to do Fallout or. Uh, or Skyrim, because those two games, sure, they're built off of the bones of – it's essentially the full fucking game that you played. It's a fucking 40-hour fucking game, right? Uh, or more, depending on how you play it. But it's basically VR is bolted onto it, um, which is fine, but those games weren't necessarily built for VR. They were just – It depends. I don't feel – so Fallout 4 works surprisingly well in VR. Okay. The last experience I had was due to a weak graphics card. Now I will say that it's still not 100% optimized, and it still takes some doing. I found some Reddit threads of somebody who said, here's the perfect INI settings for my 1080 Ti. It is, should help out a lot. Okay. I used those settings and set super sampling at one and a half times and had a great time with it. And I was like, finally. Mm. Because I was having a lot, I want to play it as a seated experience, not a standing experience, right? So when you're sitting in a game that says, that thinks you're standing, well, you're at everybody's crotch level. Right. And then it's got a world scaling thing in there to kind of help with that, but, but it's based on your height. So it just makes you feel too big. So I'm sitting down and like everybody looks miniature or I'm sitting down and the roof has come down and everybody's looking miniature and like the scale of everything's in a weird spot. Right. It kind of feels like you're Gandalf in a hobbit hole. Like it just, <laughs> you feel like you kind of have to duck to get in and everything's just a little bit too small. Like I had some brass knuckles uh -huh. and they looked like they were about two inches wide <laughs> and it shrunk the size of my hands, which looked really weird and the size of my gun <laughs> and everything had a little bitty baby hands and it was just, it was bizarre. So I was sitting there going, uh, I'm going to punch you with my strong hand. Right. <laughs> That's what I felt like. And so um, I got a lot of that worked out. That took some doing to get it working. 
um, the way that I wanted it with the scale and everything else. But mm-hmm. it was really rewarding, especially, again, with mods. Lots I, of cool mods. See, this is the things that I don't want to do. I really don't so want to have elite. to fuck with having to go in and mess with the fucking INI just to be able to play a fucking game. Give me the fucking game. I want it to work. I really don't want to have to deal with that shit. You know, there are, and one of the reasons why I haven't, you know, dropped right directly into fucking Elite Dangerous and basically lived in VR for fucking hours and hours and hours is the simple fact of just the idea of getting into Elite Dangerous to me puts me off until I finally, fuck you, virus protection bullshit. Um, I, once I get, into fucking Elite Dangerous, I will get everything the way that I want to. But I have to really work out exactly what I want to do with Elite Dangerous and get it set up. Like one of the reasons why I had a problem with the Hotos. Hotos is great, fucking perfect, as long as you set it up prior to fucking playing the fucking game. And if you and once you get into the game, you're like, well, this switch should really be here. I have to fucking, you know, go and remap that shit. And then this switch needs to be here. Fucking, you spend fucking hours and hours and hours remapping everything so that it's in the right fucking spot for you. Once it's set up, and I've proven this, once I have it all set up and I've got everything the way I want it, I will be in there for 300 fucking hours because it's still one of my top played games on Steam. I will say that, um, it is a rich and rewarding experience on NVR. I and once you threw me into uh, into a fucking cockpit a, here, I know, just threw you in a Type Six to give you a sense of scale because I gave and, you the training mission first, right? And obviously, like I like over pumped the graphics, but unintentionally didn't realize that two times super sampling was, was that like, high. Yeah, well, two times super two point oh super sampling is a stupid amount of fucking work for your graphics card. It's like quadrupling the fucking and it's on ultra settings so it's like it was sitting there going it was sitting there kind of chunking a little bit but it was it was all right it was still playable and and the thing and i wouldn't have played it like that i'd probably played it i've played the way that i've been playing is one and a half i just selected the wrong preset and i didn't want to dick with it so i was like put this on your head and look at what inside a cockpit looks like so the sidewinder is tiny like I said, it feels like being in a subcompact. It's super tiny. Like I, I feel like you could just put your put your finger to your temple, your right hand to your temple, and then move your finger up about two inches, and you're touching the canopy. That's about how fucking tall that. And I think that's know, a good much... sense of scale of how small that ship is. Then right. I put you on a Type Six, which isn't a big ship. No, the... and it felt gigantic. You, you look up, and you've got like two or three body lengths above you. It's, like I said, it felt, and, it, and you look down, it feels like you're sitting in the center of right. a giant cavern. I want to get into an Asp Explorer with VR because the Asp Explorer's cockpit, when you're even on a fucking flat screen, when you're playing just on a normal monitor, you can still look around and you can still see down. And basically, the cockpit chair is in a globe, essentially. So you are, uh, you know, you have space below you, above you, and uh, and all around you, essentially. Uh, so that has to be fucking beautiful in VR. It is, and then landing on a planet was really fucking cool too. Well, I bet. Um, 
I was going to say, I actually got into a few things, and I'm not going to go at real long length tonight, but I am going to say that I finally tried out, what's the name of the Jurassic Park game? Uh, Jurassic Park Blue? Whatever the, the park the, builder. Oh, the, the, oh, oh, the um, uh, uh, Evolution? Yeah, uh, I think it's Evolution. Yeah. I went ahead and gave it a go. Yeah, so how'd you feel? I've, it's a park builder. So it's a, Yeah, I like that. It's... I fed a couple of people to one of the carnivores. Oh, of course. I mean, that's what you do. I just parked. <laughs> I just led the dinosaur. You're a paying to customer, the gate. right? Yeah, I was leading the dinosaur to a gate with the jeep, and then mm-hmm. I drove the jeep out. And of course, he followed me, and then he got distracted by tourists and started eating tourists. And I was like, "Yeah," but yeah. Um, but I could see it being a little bit repetitive. So I'm gonna probably give it another go when I get in the mood. But I was in the mood for a game like that. I was trying to break myself out of Battletech. That was my goal this week. Right. And so I did break myself away from Rogue Tech, which is I finally got over the hump of like sucking real bad in that mm-hmm. and now feel like I'm doing okay. And I got it on kind of like a between baby mode and like fucking bend you over and fuck you raw mode, <laughs> which is normal mode on Rogue Tech. So I've got it somewhere in between. Basically, I gave myself – there's a setting on there that changes the mission variety, and the mission variety is hard to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it basically says that it won't do any more than double what I'm ready for. And the default setting is up to three times the difficulty of what I'm ready for, meaning the, the way that it determines difficulty is by the type of mechs it throws in. So if I'm on a half-skull mission, that means that it's going to throw four light mechs at me usually, right, or the equivalent of th- four light mechs. And then sometimes it may throw in a couple reinforcements. And if I do a full skull mission, it's going to throw the equivalent of like eight mechs. Jeez. Um, but the mission variety um, thing or setting on there will put it all the way up to like triple that. So you wow. could be fighting 16 mechs with your four light mechs. And it's like tactics Ooh. on crack. Like you really yeah. have to think about it. And I was spending like two hours in my mission, my early missions trying to like beat stuff. I said, okay, I'm going to change the difficulty. And I, I, I promised I wouldn't talk too much about this. So I'm going to back off a little bit and say I played other games. Right. But I got past the hump, and I'm having a lot of fun with Rogue Tech again. Sweet. Um, did get a new graphics card. Yes. I was talking about that a little bit. Got a 1070 on the cheap. Yeah. Um, so which was much needed for the VR setup. Absolutely. Um, but I went back to... Uh, um, went back to Elite, played a little bit of that, had some fun with that. Like, I've just been playing a lot of stuff that's a little bit higher on the rig than normal. Right. And I was looking through my stuff. I downloaded the original Metro that I have. Uh, and, of course, on Steam, you got the up-res versions of it. Mm-hmm. So I checked yeah. out the first version Metro of Metro. Metro Redo. Yeah. And I started playing that, and I was like, I really want to play this game. I really want, I want to play the new one. I want to play, I don't want to play, play the new one. one. I want to. Rusty's, play not gonna, Rusty's not going to be awake when I need to ask him questions. You should... And, have and, just fucking said something. And then I just, I went ahead and I took the plunge, and I'm not a big fan of that, but I took the plunge and said, you know what, I could trade like five games that I might actually play um, and get it on Xbox, or I could just try it on the new graphics card, just what I want to do. Okay. So I went ahead so you, and gave you, money to Epic and did it. it but, it, it, but it's Metro. I really like Metro to begin with. I really like that setting. It's very stalker-ish. If you've ever played the Stalker series, like yep. it almost feels like a continuation of that world. Kind of, yeah. Um, you know, paramilitary, but in a post-apocalyptic setting with some weird and crazy weapons. Um, more so than Stalker. 
Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of the same stuff. It almost feels like a spiritual successor to Stalker. Almost. But it also kind of crossed with Fallout and in very Russian stuff. Um, it's very Russian. I played a lot of the first area. In fact, I just passed the first area in that game. The, the swamp or the... Uh... Yeah, the swamp. Okay. Um, just passed the swamp and did all the things and stuff and didn't realize there's kind of a morality meter that's going on. Yeah. Um, I'm actually not... I'm not... I'm okay with that. I'd like to play it as a nicer guy than I have been. I've been kind of a brutal asshole. And listening to everybody comment on how much of an asshole I've been because I killed some people that probably didn't need killing. Right. Um, but I am having a lot of fun with the overpowered BB gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> I realized that night is not that big a deal. No. In um, fact, it's and night much is easier, easier because you can get past the yep. big creatures, right? Because they don't see you right away. Um, and it makes uh, sneaking around and just sniping shit. I realize, like, you're not getting any X- XP for killing things, right? Right. So you so don't that have you to can, kill things. Right. You can literally just kind of move around and just kind of take things out quick or quietly. I Like, it's really stealth-based. Mm-hmm. And I really like, I uh, finally found the night vision goggles. That made a big difference. Um, met the catfish that Rusty's talking about. That was a kind of a cool set piece thing. Yep. The thing that I've liked about Stalker so far, and I know that me and you might have different thoughts on it, is that- Exodus? uh, Yeah, it's the same thing, basically. (laughs) The big thing that I like so far about this is it has a good mix of, like, go around and find all the things, and then now we're throwing you in a really focused set piece. And then go back to doing all the things in this big open world, and we're just going to give you a heads up that once you start this next mission, you're kind of, like, closing up the area so- like the the tooltip says, now might be a good time to go explore some other areas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. And you don't really start the next thing till it's really obvious that you're starting the thing, the final push for the end of that level, right? Right. So it did a real good job of like really focused set pieces in certain areas mixed with, um, you know, some open world roaming around and just exploring. And I'm playing that game. I'm pace. I probably put about. 12 hours into that first area. And that's pretty much what I did. And, and I, I felt good. It's so I the, like, do I, what what weapon setup are you using? Or at least did you use in that first area? So for the first area, um, the first area was uh, the, the shotgun. Uh, so I used the shotgun, the silenced pistol, uh, and when I got the high-powered BB gun, I basically used that most of the time. Because uh, you can... You can build the bullets on, you know, on the cheap, uh, and uh, it was silence. Oh, you could do. You're probably it. playing mouse and keyboard too, aren't you? Yeah, I was playing. Mouse I was actually and playing with a controller. And it, and from what I understand, it's not too bad either way, because uh, it's there's only a very few portions of the game that is super chaotic. Uh, most of the time. Depending You're on how you time. how you play, you can control the situation. Well, I watched a couple of playthroughs on some areas, kind of making that final decision if I'm taking the plunge. And there was a guy who's very obviously speed running; it was just kind of run and gun. Uh, and then I watched somebody very methodically go through something. I was like, "Oh, that's more my playthrough." Okay, I'm going to be that guy that like makes rounds and then kind of just takes a few headshots here and there, and just kind of keeps creeping up and then knocks people out or kills them or whatever. I like when you're going through an area and you take out everybody but that last guy and he surrenders. 
Right, right. So, uh, so and I killed the first one, not thinking about it, and then as soon as, you, and then I figured out there was kind of a morality meter, so, so I started your screen knocking flashed. Them. Yeah, yep. So now I'm just knocking people out when I can. So there's um, uh, so the, and the world reacts to you as you're doing things too. Not only does the world react to you, that's why I said the so, uh, when I finished the game, and I and I did finish the game this week. Uh, uh, I put in our secret group, I said, I was a little hard on a game, you know, last week I can, I, I could acknowledge that I was a little hard on it. Um, but my, my tips was to, you know, slow down and check your targets. And there's a reason why I said, check your targets, because not everything that is in the world is some, uh, is an enemy. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, especially after the first, uh, area, um, I've got the weapon holstered most of the time, unless I'm, at, you know, unless it's at night when there's a bunch of beasts out. Um, I've got the weapon holstered most of the time because you never know. You know, there's um, uh, there's a spot in the swamp where there's a bunch of enemies around a barrel, like just a burning barrel, there, and they're they're talking. Uh, and I had been fairly decent about not killing anybody for a while like i the the church i didn't know necessarily how the morality thing works so the church was basically a massacre um same for me that's when know, i kind of figured out that maybe i should i'm not going to spoil too much right and and that's why i make not a saying choice there much. right so if you can don't kill everything but i basically I, all i did was i holstered my weapon uh and uh i just came around the corner there's four dudes there with guns, and I'm figuring, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up with the weapon holstered and see what happens. Just I saved right beforehand, so there's really no you know there's really no bad things that could happen to me. I could just reload the safe, right? And I came around and and he's and they're like, wait, you're that heretic, uh, but you seem like a fairly decent dude, so we're gonna sit here and chat with you for a bit. So you are. Definitely a sinner, but you're not necessarily that bad of a guy. So we're gonna let you go. And I'm like, what? I, These I are actually, things that... I've I've sat around and just watched people talk, right, for different reasons because I've been kind of interested into what the world building was like, right. And and a lot of a lot of Metro is learning the story. Through what other people say, because Our your character doesn't speak. Your character they, they make speak. fun of it too. Yeah, exactly. You saw where I said that. Uh, they they definitely say, "Well, he's really silent, but whatever. We're going to continue talking." You know, or or your silent disapproval or or something like that is is evident. I, I remember, uh, and and that continues on throughout the game. So it's it's fairly the only time that Artyom speaks is to narrate the loading sequences, right? Which is kind of funny. So uh, the, no, I mean he and, didn't really talk at all in the previous games. I, I do like so. that they, like you said, there's a big reveal early on in the game that explains kind of the last two games, which is why we're kind of intentionally being quiet about it because it's a cool, pretty cool reveal um, that kind of opens up as to why this game's more on the surface than the other games. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's still a, you're going to think that you still don't need your gas mask and stuff. That is totally wrong. You still need all that stuff. Right. Um, but it's, uh, so don't like just immediately think that once you get past the point that that's no longer necessary because it totally is. 
Um, but it's it doesn't. I really like this game. Yeah, it's I, so it, it is. I mean, I haven't played a lot of new releases this year, but like out of this type of game, this is this is my jam. Right. So the only thing that I have a problem with, and it's really not that much of a problem. A lot of people, you know, a lot, uh, you know, myself included, look at the replayability of a game. You know, and really, you can't do that with the Metro games because how many fucking times have you played the old Metro? You played it once, right? Twice. Okay, and then played and it once on you were Ranger. done, right? Once you were done, the most that you would uh, that you would play it on is a harder difficulty, which I could probably play it's this game. It's a little bit different. Home ending based on what you do. I heard there's multiple endings to this one. There is uh, there is two. Two? Two endings. So uh, that's why I said on there... That Just I, like Last Light. That's why I, I said I got the good ending. So do what you need to do um, but be mindful of things and you'll get the good ending because the bad ending is kind of depressing. <laughs> um, uh, but if I do end up playing uh, Exodus again, I will be playing Exodus on the highest difficulty, which takes out all the HUD. It requires you to remember how many bullets you have in your gun, uh, and it, you know, the only time that you ever actually get any details about your gun is when you pull out your backpack and start m- messing with things. Uh, so you have to keep track. Well, I of like how that when you open your backpack, like it your little health kits it's mm-hmm. little physical health kits that you have right so you could count those right and, and and the game is built in such a way that everything can be uh, identified visually if if you look at the uh, the magazine for each one of the guns it has the amount of bullets left in the magazine on the screen so you can tell whether or not you're it's low. a really crazy level. I'm sure like Call of Duty or something has this too, but right. like it pays a lot of attention to like how many shots you're shooting and what where that magazine is. So like mm-hmm. the they call it the bastard which is an SMG with a straight mag that goes through the top horizontally. You can watch that go through and get a count of how many bullets you have. Right. Which is pretty crazy. And and it was one of the, you know, it was more important than the previous games because you used the bullets as currency. Um because you don't use currency in this game, you know, in that way, uh, it's, you know, you, knowing how many bullets you have left is very key for deti- determining how you're going to approach a situation. I know you're um, talking about weapons. Like, I went through the big search of going all over that island looking for upgrades and stuff like that. And I think what I ended up sticking with most is for a long time it was... And I didn't realize I was wasting a lot of ammo. It was the bastard, which is the SMG, in silence mode, and then the shotgun with the single barrel until I found the double barrels. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once I got the shotgun, I realized, oh, this is really good for everything up close, and the double barrel is definite must. Mm-hmm. And then I started using the revolver more often. Yes. And the revolver, with it being single shot, even though it was three shots at first, like I found the eight cha- eight shot yep. chamber on that island, mm-hmm. just dicking around. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "This is the preferred weapon for everything." It's the it's the eight shot. Uh, and then I realized it could melee on the boat, and I was like, "Oh, okay, well, that helps save some more ammo too, because right. I don't have to kill everything." Uh, yeah. So, uh, ammo conservation is definitely a thing. 
uh, you know, in and this you can, game. And you can find even that first area, there's an ammo belt or whatever you right. can find. I've got that in the throwing thing, and I didn't realize you could pick the knives could kill somebody with a butt shot. Yep. So I accidentally killed somebody by throwing a knife like into their thigh, and I was like, killed them? Okay, well, I'm going to use a lot more of these. Right. So I started using a lot more throwing knives to conserve ammo when I could. Um, the one thing that you get, like, right off the bat is uh, the uh, tin cans, the distraction. Basically, it's the rock from pretty much any other stealth game. You throw a rock, they go, you know, a dude will go over and check it out. Uh, it is, and it was same thing with me when I was playing, you know, this game. I didn't use it very often because I found other ways or I would watch the patrol and, you know, and be able to work it out. But you can actually direct the patrol to a, secu- a secluded spot by using one of those tin cans. Uh, and uh, those are reusable too. If you can go, you can go pick up the tin can uh, and, you know, just reuse it so you don't have to build more. Um, I didn't know that right off the bat. So it was really the last level or so when I started using the tin can because I was really uh, conscious of how many people I was killing at that point. Uh, and I wanted to knock as many people out. Uh, so I kind of feel bad. I wish I'd have gotten this on Xbox to loan to Jason. Like, I feel Jason would enjoy the hell out of this. Yeah, it's you, you know, I love these games as much as you do. It's okay. We'll, we'll, I'll, we'll figure I'll, something out. I'll end up with it. I, I give it a pretty high recommendation right now, and I haven't finished the game. Do you, after beating it, do you still like it? Uh, it's it's definitely worth a it's definitely worth a play. You know, it took you twenty plus hours to finish that game. Uh, right? About twenty five, twenty six, something like that. So you know, longer than a Half Life campaign. Yeah, it, that's a good size campaign for a shooter, though. It that's is. That's the same length as the Doom campaign, though. Doom is way faster paced. Right. So, um, with this, I didn't pick up everything, and so I didn't play completionist. There was still things that I missed, uh, and. Uh, there are things that I could have done better, like I could have probably, you know, if I played through it again, I would take my time with the church instead of, you know, going, you know, balls to the wall like I was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I went I went full on assassin. I, right. Well, I went full on like I... I you're breathing? I no, tapped, you're not. I, I tapped a dude on the fucking shoulder and then I stabbed him. Uh, and then, of course, everybody else saw that I stabbed a dude, and they went fucking like full on war mode. And I went, "All right, fine, I'm getting, uh, I, I'm picking up one of these." You put on your war face. I put, a, I picked up one of their assault rifles, and I went to town. I painted the fucking church red. Um, you know, so it was. Uh, if I played through it again, I would play it on the highest difficulty, uh, removing the HUD. Uh, and being super ultra careful about everything, uh, so that would have made that would make the game at least playable one more time for me. Okay, Jason, you said you'd play Crackdown some more. I did. Did you finish it, or are you still puttering through? No, I had about half the game complete, half the map complete. Do you feel all right for it being on Game Pass? Yeah, I would not purchase this game though. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing that I've heard online about this game. Is like it, if you've got Game Pass, play the fuck out of it. It's it's fun. It, it's fun, but but it's only it's only worth about twenty five bucks worth of fun. 
Is it worth twenty five bucks? I'd I, I pick it up for twenty five bucks. It, would you? Yeah. If you could, most of the people that I've here, you know I've listened to said, said it's, it's probably like fifteen bucks. I I would I would say this. You're, you you are a lot going more to get than a decent amount of hours worth of gameplay to complete the entire map, okay. and it is decently fun. You're just you're not getting a whole lot out of it other than mindless fun, though. So it's if not you spent sixty bucks on this game, you felt like that would be that would be a disappointment. I would have been so mad at myself for paying sixty dollars okay. for this game. Yep, went from disappointment um, to anger. Got it. Yeah, I no. I there there is not any way, shape, or form why I would pay sixty dollars for that game. It it is not a sixty dollar game. I'm sorry. Um, is it fun? Yes. Um, can you completely turn your brain off to play it? Absolutely, because you know what? You don't have to pay attention to a fucking thing about the fucking story to play this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a total podcast game. There, There is no reason to pay attention to anything anybody says other than the occasional comedic value. And when I say occasional comedic value, I mean outside of some of the cutscenes, there's very little comedic value to... So Saints Row did it better. It, yes. Saints Row did do it better. So yeah, that's that's another sentiment that I've seen online as well. Is, is Saints Row did it better, and they did it years ago. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, this. I don't think it's I don't think it's the dumpster fire people made it out to be. It's I think it's, it's not it's, the it's, dumpster it's, it's fire people made it out to be. Did you like playing Crackdown before? It's basically more Crackdown, right? Yeah, and if you're okay with that, then it is a great. Game Pass grab. See, I played Crackdown 2. I missed the original. I played the uh, second Crackdown. Original is kind of where it's at. You know, the Crackdown 2, and, and, and you know, I can't even remember. I'm not sure if I actually beat it. Uh, I know that I spent a f- quite a few hours on it, but I don't remember if I beat it. Uh, I just remember it being like fucking like an over-the-top weird shooter. Uh, so... You know, I, I I decided when Crackdown Three came, you know, came out, I was going to, you know, step back, wait for that shit to, you know, wait for the fallout yeah. to happen. Because I mean, I figured it would be more of the same. If this released last year, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would would have worked last year at all. I I would have totally said the hype train rolled this one. Okay. So you 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 would say uh, you would just give it a pass. Yeah. See, the thing is, is it should have been out two years ago, and even so, even if it was a 2017 release instead of a 2019 release, I don't think that it would have been good enough for a 2017 release. They just didn't make enough changes to it. It still would have been disappointing in 2017. Yeah. So. I don't know. If you like that kind of game, you know, that's fine. But you know, most of the um, most of the games that that have come out a little bit more have uh, have a little bit more. Um, I don't know structure. It's not 
you know, freeform mayhem. You know, I'm not even going to knock this one on structure. I'm going to knock it simply on the fact that some missed opportunities. There, there is nothing to this game outside of destructible environment that's not a missed opportunity. So they had the incredible talent of Terry Crews. And they could have made this that game they underused. They could have made this game Woefully so underused. much better if they just let him do his thing. Um, you know, if they just well, let him, you know, just be the over the top. So here's my thing if you actually did a fully scripted game, like totally changed Crackdown from open world destruction. Add mm-hmm. some story structure to it and actually craft a story for this uh-huh. and use Terry Crews in that story, you probably have a really fucking amazing game. Mm. But the. This is one place where I think. Just, it just, just they, about every other game just, that's come out this year outshines it immediately. Yeah, you know, looking just, just looking at you know, sure, you know, Metro Exodus is you know twenty seven hours and it's a fairly linear linear game, but yeah. the game is beautiful. The game it's, looks fantastic. Well, let me put it this way: so, if you're going to throw me a shooter, I don't care if it's third person or first person. You're going to throw a shooter out to me. It either better have a damn decent story. And if it doesn't have a story, it it better, better hella have gunplay. It better do everything else right. <laughs> see, here's here's my thing. It, as hard as we ba- ended up bouncing off of Destiny, it did gunplay right. See, I didn't bounce off Destiny nearly as hard as you did, because I've still put hundreds of hours in that game. Well, we did, but, but it ran out of content. Actually, I, yeah. what happened with me with Destiny was I ended up being told that I needed to play a different game. That's that's what really happened is I ended up playing Destiny, and then I and then I said, you know, oh, I can't talk about Destiny every week again. The same thing that happens whenever I get a freaking addiction, like Warframe or fucking but that was Dangerous. One addiction or, we were playing together. I I know, but there, but you were at, we were at a point there that there wasn't yeah, anything more there than wasn't what we did. Anything more. So I mean, I still look back else, at Destiny and say, well, it's not that bad. Destiny did gunplay right. Yeah, it well, gave you great gunplay. Crackdown doesn't have great gunplay. It's the most simplistic gunplay you could have. Yeah. There's outs there is no significant story to it whatsoever. Yeah. Nothing is weighty at all. Terry Crews is completely underused. You could have recorded a couple hundred like sentences out there. Just for him to say about shit as everything's going and the game would have been better. But did you do that? No. No. Nah. It, 
Yeah, the uh, the the fact that you know, the, I'm, we I can't just really feel even... like they got lazy and thought Terry Crews would sell their game. Exactly, that's what I was trying to come up with. Is is the, uh, the you can't really base the game off the fact that it's Terry Crews because you, know, you you just can't. Uh, I the... felt like they thought that Terry Crews would <laughs> would sell bitch. their game for them. Seriously, um, and that's not. That's not the case at all. <laughs> right. Um, so I just felt like it was a huge missed opportunity. Um, huge missed opportunity. Right. Now, so the, um, the, uh, so, the, the, the other thing about, you know, gunplay, there's an, another, uh, another thing that's been going on right now. I mean, if, uh, since Anthem dropped, I I said at one point that I was going to you know to pick up the the premiere access so that I could play you know at least play Anthem. Um, and uh, what I have found over you know over the period of time because every time I go to spend money uh, anymore with uh, with games is I I do my research first. Um. Uh, I don't jump into things like I used to in the past. I don't spend nearly as much money on wasted products as uh, as uh, as we need to. Um, okay, so we need to take a break. We got a situation. We'll be back. Alrighty, we'll be back. back the pleasant sounds of a dog licking her paws yeah what yeah. <laughs> so the thing that stopped us in our tracks yeah that was literally weird okay do the thing explain oh, yourself really weird. oh it was i just occasionally i get up to go get something in the middle of the show just because add and everything else and uh-huh i vape and i needed more juice so i was like i'm gonna go get up um, needed wiped off or something. You know, OCD was kicking in hard, right. and I had to I had to satisfy that OCD. Um, girlfriend was sick in the other room, you know, hanging out with the dog. And I get up, dog's out in the hallway, she's gone. And then I kind of look out the windows, like, did she leave? Like, you should have texted. What what's right. going on? And then I see two cop cars. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I texted her, figure out what was going on. I was like, I were there. What happened? Right. She's like, I was really sick, so I just went home. I was like, okay, were there cop cars when you left? She's like, no. no. Okay. And so you texted me. And I was like, Rusty, I don't know exactly what I said. It's just basically there's cop cars outside. I was like, basically say full stop. <laughs> and I came in here and I just poked you. Yes. And then we stopped. Right. So, so then we that's walked why out I, there. And, yeah. That's why uh, my phone went off. And then... uh we just went out there and we, we found out that, that there was some stuff that happened. And, and that one of my neighbors is a total asshole and yes. broke his wife's jaw. Asshole. Um, so, so they're trying to find him to arrest him. Right. Or trying to drag him out of the house to arrest him. At least the cops around here, like I will say, there's a very different experience between the cops here versus the cops at my old apartment. I was in a spot where they were cheap apartments without Section 8 that turned into cheap apartments with 80% Section 8. Right. By the time I got out of there, it was pretty rough. And what you guys don't know is I got 
I got robbed twice, personally robbed, in person, drunk, get a ride home or walk across the street from the bar to get in and got robbed at gunpoint once and got the fuck beat out of my face once. And both times the cop was like, well, I don't have really a way to get it, so I guess you're SOL. Damn. Right? Like, no sympathy, nothing. Like, right. Nothing. Cops over by my old apartment sucked ass. Here, what, I guess it was a couple years ago or a year and a half ago, I had the garage broken in and they took fingerprints in my garage because it's a smaller suburb of Tulsa where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they called me about a month later to try to return the license plate that got stolen from me. I was like, well, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Right? But, like, right. they were a lot cooler about stuff. Like, they found... Mm-hmm. The, they found the uh, screwdriver they used to break open the lock on my garage to get in, and they took it for prints. So I was like, oh, like some Nancy Drew shit. Yeah. Right? Like the Hardy Boys, right? <laughs> this is awesome. All hey. right. Like, okay, I don't have to well, feel shitty about a cop. Right? And we walked out there, and the cop kind of saw us looking around, and one of the guys that was out there, and he walked over and kind of talked us through what was going on. Right. Just said, hey, this shit happened. So I just asked him, I said, do I need to, like, bolt my door shut or something? He's like, no. Mm. No, we got this. Yeah, we just, this is just an cars, asshole. <laughs> yeah, three cop cars and an ambulance, you know, in in the street. And of course, he he texts me. There's cops outside, and I, and I parked on the you know on the side of the road. So, uh, and I'm kind of glad that I didn't park where I, you know, where I was going to because that have been by the ambulance. That would have been right where the ambulance is, um, and it would have been really tight between the two cars there. So I, I was thinking, fuck, there, you know not really supposed to park alongside the road, but what can you do? No, you I knew parked was, the right direction. And... I was parked the right direction, and, I mean, at the time there was another car in the driveway, and so I was like, all right, I'm going to let Jason pull into the driveway, and I'll just park alongside the road. So immediately my, my mind was going, shit, I'm getting a ticket for parking in the wrong spot. So... Glad it's all rectified. Yeah. But it was just one of those situations where I told Rusty and Jason when we walked out, we walked back in, I was like, okay, I want, did, I couldn't just text you, I'm getting beat up. Right. 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 Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I want witnesses to know what's going on. I don't know what's going on out here. I need to, of course, my dumb ass is going to walk out and just see what's going on. Right. But I didn't want to walk outside without backup. So, right. Like, wanted to make sure we were covered. It was perfectly sensible thing to do. Well, I didn't know what was going on, so I stuck right next to the freaking brick. I was like, I looked around the corner, and I'm like, oh, well, there's an ambulance and stuff. I didn't see the cop right away. He kind of came out uh, and stood in the driveway, and I saw him. He saw me peeking around the corner, and I just kind of waved at him like, you know, I'm not being shady or anything. Hi, hello. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it is like excitement things that don't normally happen during a podcast so and things that actually yeah. don't normally happen in my little nook of the woods right this this little area this here is pretty, pretty quiet, quiet. Yeah. yeah so so that was that was interesting right um i will it say was. we were going to go back into games and we were talking right. about things and stuff and rusty you got did you get the ea game pass no i was uh, i was uh, saying that i was thinking about doing that uh the uh the ea premier access so i could you know pick up anthem but um, everything across the board, not just one or two YouTubers, but essentially across the board has said the exact same thing. Uh, and it's, it's so loud right now that I can't ignore it. 
the the fact that the game just does not have any content after the initial like 20 hours or so of actually getting through it uh and to me it's you know the with all of the extra shit that's going on with uh you know with anthem i don't want to even support it in the slightest you know it's sad you know, I know BioWare is, you know, uh, a fairly well-regarded company, but I've already, you know, I've already made my uh, my decision. I said, no, I'm not going to support the game because what they did was they put out the bones and they're saying, we'll fix it later. No, no, you don't. You, no. pull out, you put you out the fucking now, game. You put out a game. You put out everything that you're going, you know, that would be considered – the prime, you know, the primary base of the game, and then you do additions to that afterwards as expansions. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got, uh, you've, you got to get past. Basically, this idea. doesn't the story start at the end of this month? <laughs> right. So there's there's a bunch of other shit that's uh, that's happening. So you get, you know, like the the raids or whatever the fuck. Uh, the cataclysms don't even start until the end of this month. And the cataclysms were one of the things that uh, uh, that was kind of billed right away that there would be these world shaping events uh, that yeah. would be random during the you know during like free play uh, that allows you to do you know these events as they pop up and they're supposed to shape the world right so that didn't happen uh, looking you know and that's not not in the game at the moment just not there. You know, they're going to be putting it out later. And I looked at the the quote-unquote roadmap that they have out there, and the roadmap has, like, all the things that you would expect in the base game over the course of the next few months. Yeah. Well, why would I pay right now to play this game that's essentially incomplete? It's, it's not worth my time. It's not worth my money at the moment to play this game. Yeah. And it was my decision. I said, look, I will play this game when they've got that shit put in. Because all of the stuff that is, quote unquote, free content is to be put in later. Uh, there's no reason for me to early adopt. There is no reason for me to put my money down right now, put, uh, put money into this game, put time into this game, and have to wait for what essentially should be in the game at launch yeah so i decided against it and i will probably pick up anthem but i'm going to give it time you know for them to cook it completely you know that's you know when they stop doing the 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 free stuff and uh and they're like okay well the next update is an expansion then i'll give it a go because you know these type of you know expansion style games like Destiny had it too. You, you had uh, a, a couple expansions added onto that you know to the base des- uh, Destiny, uh, and you know it added more space, you know more things to do, different enemies, different bosses. But there's, I guess there's three right. you know three things to do in the game as far as end game is concerned, and you can just basically bump up the difficulty uh, Diablo style where you just uh, bump up the damage that they take and the health that they have that that's not difficulty <laughs> that's no. that's 
artificial, very artificial. That's uh, creating bullet sponges. Exactly. You know, and bullet sponges are one of the biggest problems with this type of game um, that there is. It's just, you know, you don't, you, you don't get the Bullet the sponging is a good way to make your guns feel... Inadequate. Yeah. You, you... That's the only reason that, why you that's a bullet a good sponge way would be to downplay your gunplay. Right, you, you make your guns feel like they're shooting fucking Nerf darts, and you're like, okay, well, I need an upgrade so that they're not Nerf darts anymore. That that's not a good drive to do upgrades. Um, and I, and I think, you know, sure, Destiny had its you know had its bullet sponges, but each one uh, each weapon had its thing. Uh, and the damage that it did was fairly consistent. Yep. You know, so, you know, they had a mechanical gimmick to them. You know, something that was, uh, something that was different per gun. Uh, one of the biggest bitches that most uh, Anthem players are, you know, are going on about right now is that as you're leveling up, uh, and even at, you know, the top end content, you are getting the exact same gun over and over and over and over and over again. It is lay generic fucking assault rifle with, you know, the name of whatever that gun is, and you can get six copies of that same fucking gun over and over and over again. And yeah. you, you look at other fucking games, you don't generally get that, and it reminded me of the original loot system from Diablo. You ended up getting a very similar, not usable weapon mm-hmm. right off the bat. Uh, and then it, it, of course, Diablo had its, you know, its modifier system, which is, you know, you know, with all the, you know, the different mutations that they could have. Um, but, a lot of the times you played that game, you ended up with fucking wands when you were playing a, you know, when you were playing, playing a paladin or some bullshit, right? And then they upgrade, you know, they did better on their loot later on. Uh, Anthem just needs to get to that point, and I'm done actually supporting games to that point. I'm not going to buy into a game that hasn't learned that lesson already because it should be well known in the game industry that this is a bad thing. So, I'm not going to do it. I was going to say there is a article by EGM Now that was saying that a few Amazon UK customers have been reporting getting emails from Amazon offering vouchers for $7 off Anthem or £5. Right, I saw that. So, there's there's another thing I mean, if if a game starts going on sale where they're you know where they're retroactively out, you know offering vouchers for a game, I mean they might have they, they might have bought too much stock. Right? There's they might have over overfilled the the shelves at at the Amazon warehouse with Anthem, thinking it was going to do better. Well, I mean the the sales numbers for uh, for the physical copies of Anthem. Uh, is really really low. I think they've hit like maybe well, that was the last time I saw it was like ten percent or something like that of their target. Of course, their target was a stupid number in the you know in the beginning. I think it was like what f- they wanted to sell like five million copies or some shit. Uh, 
you know, in uh, in the course of a month and a half. Uh, which, of course, that which was, was probably their break-even number. And, and they wanted to do that quickly. Well, if they got just 10% of that, that's, you know, you know, that's actually much higher than I think it is, you know, honestly. Um, the uh, the inclusion of it on the uh, on the premiere and doing, you know, people considering the game, like I've been considering it, just picking up premiere for a month to play it and see what it's like. Um, that has probably hurt their sale numbers for the physical copy of the game pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I would. I would say that's definitely a contributing factor. So, I mean, in in that case, EA's kind of shot themselves in the foot uh, as far as their sales numbers uh, sales numbers are concerned, uh, because you know that they're not going to look at the game, you know, the Premier Pass uh, subscriptions prior to this and say this is directly attributed to Anthem. Uh, they're just going to say, well, we've got a, a spike in Premier you know, Premier users for a month or two, and, and then that's going to go away. Did you guys hear about that uh that game the devotion? Uh devotion. Um Dude. I've heard uh something about it. Uh refresh my memory. So there's a horror game on Steam called Devotion that oh, was yeah. made by a southern or by a Taiwanese horror game or a Taiwanese uh company. I'm sourcing this from PC Gamer. Mm. Um they got high review bombs over something that's depicted in the game. And this is something I think that's kind of crazy. So there's basically the the in China they censor a lot of stuff. It is very much a different country than a lot of the free world is used to. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, Xi Jinping, the uh Chinese uh, I guess a president, right? Mm. Anyways, when he's being mocked, they also often compare him to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and usually people call him mor- a moron, right? So there was a Winnie the Pooh film last year that got banned in China because of that reason, right? So this is a country that up until very recently couldn't even get on Steam and now is a huge buyer of PUBG and F- Fortnite because of the type of people that like to play that game also live in China, right? Right. Anyways, um, there's a couple of images in the game that have a Winnie the Pooh icon or uh, image on it, and the basically there's something on that piece of paper that says moron, so they think it's comparing to the president, and it could, right? This is not a place that embraces freedom of speech, though, so Pete, nobody really knows. They don't know if it's China, the Chinese people that are review bombing this on Steam or if it was actually... Something more nefarious than that. But anyways, it got review bombed all to hell. And they pulled the game from Steam. The developer did, not Steam. So the the game got more than 2,000 negative reviews within 24 hours. I'm sure that that was bombing from you know, the Chinese government. From Chinese. You know, it, it, it's conspiracy, tinfoil uh, tin tin fucking hat shit. But yeah, of course, you would think that immediately after... This was released, and you know he was having you know having the game basically banned in the you know in the country that there'd be some kind of retaliation because uh, it was overwhelmingly positive reviewed on Steam. Basically, and then it was it went all something the way to a negative. lot like PT, right? And it was getting pretty positive reviews recently, and then uh, 
now at a 60% reviews or negative, and it got completely pulled. So the wow. it actually showed on why, like, things you might check out. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw this story, and I was like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the negative thing, and then they just pulled it. Yeah, so... But, the, the but they referenced thing... a meme that's been mocking the Chinese president, right? Right. So the... And this is... This, the thing is, is that it's completely in, like... Uh, you know, it's Chinese. You know, it's it's essentially, you know, it's it's not recognizable by my dumb American eyes as being a uh, uh, as being a, a, most a Winnie the Pooh res- uh, most, thing about. But, but I think like an important distinction, and I won't go real political, right? Most of the people that listen to this show, right, are probably not in China, right? And if you're in, if, you know, I've, you know, check where we get downloads from. We get downloads, obviously, from the U.S. I mean, that's where most of our listener base is. The other part of the listener base is in the U.K., mm-hmm. right? And then Germany and some in France, some in Austria, some in Eastern Europe, right? But for the most part, all these places, to a certain degree, while they may not have exactly the same laws as the U.S., are free to criticize political figures in their own way, no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's... Might be a big deal as it may be in poor taste sometimes, but regardless, every, most of the people that listen to us enjoy having at least that ability to freely criticize me, make fun of whatever, right? Because that's not against the law. I think it's really fucking crazy that they took it down. Well, I uh, almost would have said "fuck you," honest, leave it up, unless they were getting a legit death threat from somebody honestly this this it, makes total sense you know in a business perspective so for instance um if the if the developers saw that this was being massively review, review bombed right and it's obvious that it was you know this it's one of those things that go if you go from an overwhelmingly positive review to overnight to a negative review with 60 percent of your reviews being negative uh, or referencing this controversial thing that was from from the various news sources that's covered it, it was you know the developer said that the that the graphic in question in the game was a placeholder and it was never supposed to have been in the final version of the game. It was it's essentially just a little uh, paper post uh, you know on the wall someplace that somebody saw and it was uh, and it references. Winnie the Pooh and Moron. I I don't think it even, you know, directly goes, you know, it says anything about the, uh, you know, the the Chinese fella that is so heard about the uh, the Winnie the Pooh references. Um, it, it's just that it was you know it, it was saw like that people made the you know made the connection and then it it, it decided to explode like so, i said not to get like really political but think of like the how the whole country would go into uproar if trump memes just suddenly got banned um like it would be such a alien thing for us if something crazy like that happened right I, well yeah i guess but I mean, obviously, but America's be so, been uh, been making fun of the presidents, no matter who is sitting in the White House. Even for there's as been long political the cartoons in major publications since the 1800s. Yeah, since since the free press, you know, was before meme was a thing for sure. Right. We have had cartoons, cartoons 
that made fun of political figures. Right. Political oh, yeah. car- uh, cartoons basically make light of difficult situations. <laughs> we have not banned Winnie the Pooh. Right. We have not been. Yeah. But the the thing is, if, for the developers of Devotion, they they would have. Um, pulling this stuff off of Steam actually would make business sense for them at that point. Because, you know, as of right now, it's getting a lot of publicity, right? You know, there is a lot of people looking at this game, and most of the people are like me looking at this game like, okay, it's a horror game. (laughs) Uh, And (laughs) showing the Winnie the Pooh in the background. Um, uh, so the, the people are looking at this as a horror game first and foremost with this reference that, you know, that may or may not have been a intentional thing that was that may or may not be poking fun at uh, this Chinese political figure. But keeping their game on Steam with 60 percent and you know that that would expand as the as the uh, review bombing had continued they would essentially get no sales from Steam whatsoever. Yeah. Because it's been review bombed so hard that it would not show up in anybody's recommended. It wouldn't show up on the top of any lists. And it would just, it wouldn't sell. Uh, On top of that, Steam would probably be looking at it as a possibility to take down just to, you know, to not piss off China. China. Um, So... (laughs) Right. As so. we go into our own uh, free speech here, <laughs> right. which is the beauty of living in a place that, that we can do that. So uh, so it makes sense for them. Um, I would probably say that it's the game's not dead. I'm sure that there's other ways you can it's, get it. This story's so big that it's not getting – we're talking – like The Guardian has covered this. BBC has covered this. Like right. A lot of people are seeing that <laughs> – like Wired covered right. this. Like everybody is covering the fact that Devotion got pulled for having an obscure poo meme that may be compared <laughs> to the president. And I've heard a lot of stuff about how the cult in the game also kind of follows some Chinese days. So there might be a statement here. But they don't live in fucking China. So, I, okay. Right. Yeah. And, and that's why it, I like, mean, I recognize think about the name, idiocracy, but... right? Like idiocracy, though, didn't reference oh. anybody and was obviously a rip on American culture. It's hilarious, and part of it's kind of true, right? I I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Going back to our Terry Crews, man. That's the President thing. Macho. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, is that here in the uh, in the United States, it's this is you know making fun of you know of political figures is. It's so commonplace that it's actually fairly foreign to other people that we can get away with it. Uh, you know, around the country, around the world, really, there are sure there's free speech, but they would be kind of careful about what they do. Whereas here, we could throw up, you know, memes that basically make fun of Donald Trump's hand size and make reference, you know, make these, you know, different references to all kinds of things, you know. Shit, during his campaign, there were memes referencing his dick size. I mean. And he was, he made the, he made the connection between the hands and that. Yeah. So. 
you, you can't get any you know you know any weirder than this. I, I can I, I don't honestly. I hope. You know, who's the developers for this game now? I can't remember. You know, it's it's a. It might be a big name in other countries, but I don't know who it is. I'm. I got stuck down a rabbit hole of censorship. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. I'm developer. Uh, developer. You can't really just search for devotion because you end up with the you know with Wikipedia's version of what devotion is. Um, Red Candle. So the developer's name is Red Candle. So looking at this, um, I'm sure that they've got a different way of getting you know getting this game. You know, so it's probably just not going to disappear completely. Can you imagine this being so "quote unquote" controversial that it completely kills all the work that you've done for X amount of you know X amount of man hours? Why don't you just oh, not yeah. release it at all in in China? Well, I mean, I mean at it, this it point, get, it won't ever get released in China, and just black it out if you've got that region on your. See, I don't think that would even work. I, you know, honestly, if somebody. Somebody brought it to, uh, uh, brought it to the attention of this guy, and sure, the game wouldn't be sold in China, but he would still have the review bombs happen if if he had uh, um, under the assumption that he has control over these, you know, the sent out an order to have this review bombed, which would be. Well, really you know, fucking you know, petty, but whatever. You know, the nice thing about this is that Winnie the Pooh is the sign of censorship in China now. <laughs> I almost feel like I almost feel like just making another Pooh Bear meme for our this this episode. Uh, it pisses me off. So, like censorship pisses me off so fucking much. Right. All right. You know, just, just fucking get the swole bear. Uh, you know. Oh, we already had a swole bear. Right. <laughs> It's craziness, absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, it's more like what is the boo? You know what? <laughs> I want to buy this game. I'm not a big fan of you know of horror you know uh, horror or uh, or especially Chinese horror because it does that fucking like zipping fucking like yeah. creepy kid you know kid at you when they fucking zip down the hall. Well, this isn't Chinese. It's Taiwanese. Okay, well, still it's it, it's. I'm sure that they've got that fucking movement. And that's the one fucking thing that I can't stand about horror. You know, I can I can deal with the running The creepy zombies. start stop movement. Right. The creepy oh, start yeah, stop. I'm totally movement. watching uh I'm on the red candle Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally dark hallway with blinking lights going on and off and girl walking down hallway getting closer and closer. Okay, yeah, fuck that shit. Um <laughs> Okay, so actually looking at the uh, uh, looking at the story a little closer, it does actually say the guy's name, and then oh, it's th- intentional. That's the thing, right? It I says actually, the guy's I... name. It says uh, Xi, Xi Jinping is the name. I am going to mispronounce it. Sorry, uh, Winnie the Pooh, and then the word moron. It's very evident. It's, it's intentional by yeah. somebody at the company, and, and it's. Boom, but like all I, I got to do I was, is just all I got to do is just say, "Oh, we didn't mean it." <laughs> I'm okay right. with that. It, 
<laughs> the fact that it was a placeholder. They said it was a placeholder, you know, and you know, a very was... intentional placeholder, right? A very handcrafted placeholder. Hey, it looks like you know a a, a well done art asset, as far as I'm concerned. It it doesn't look like a placeholder. To this me. game looks scary as fuck. I don't know if I could do it, but it does look cool. So, um, I still haven't beat Amnesia. I, well, I haven't ever that actually has played Amnesia. Amazing sound design too. Should play it sometime. It's scary as shit. Uh, but I I don't tend to play a lot of horror games, though. I have been looking into, um. You know, a horror game for VR because I figured that would be you know, if there's anything that's going to make me shit my pants, that's going to happen. Something in VR that is f- uh, a fucking horror game like PT. Can you imagine? Of course. Oh fuck me! I would I would be shitting myself completely. It would, uh, yeah. I nah nah. <laughs> <laughs> that would. Yeah, uh, that would be an experience, that's for sure. Um, but I have been looking into well-done horror games and VR because I figured that would be a uh, that would be an, a new experience to a horror game that would be that would probably put me over the top as far as horror games are concerned. Like yeah. I was able to get through Outlast, but I I can tell you my experience with Outlast was. Um, you know, it was stressful. Like that game stressed me out playing a game. And I, I don't know about you, but I play games to de-stress. You know, it was, this was the opposite. I felt drained after playing the fucking game. Um, and I mean, I forced myself through that game. Decent game. If you can handle it. I, and I can tell you, I have not played out last two. Cause I've already, you know, determined that I do not have the energy for this. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm continuing to look to see uh, if I can get, you know, if there's a place to purchase it. Can you purchase it directly from their website? Uh, no, I don't think you can. I've I've been looking. Uh, from what I've heard, and I can tell you just because the perspective, uh, Resident Evil Seven is pretty fucking scary in VR. Resident Evil 7? Hmm. Yeah, because there's a lot of peeking around corners in first uh, person. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of jump scare. And a lot of moving really jump. slow. This is the jump scare thing is, I think it's super cheap. You know, give me good tension, right? Good fucking tension. Do you know, uh, like, Alien Isolation in VR, would you do it? Uh, I can't even complete that in regular R. <laughs> <laughs> I have that game. It's, well, I've heard a lot about the Brookhaven experiment, mm-hmm. and that's on a lot of different things. The Forest is available in VR. That would be pretty unnerving. I don't. Have you played the Forest? The Forest. Uh, that's the, the survival game with the uh, with the cannibals, right? Yeah, a guy at work has been telling me that that actually plays pretty well in VR. I I have heard the same thing uh there is uh there is a uh a couple other games that i'm picking i'm thinking about picking up in vr um and i forget exactly uh what they are right now 
Uh, there's two episodes, episodic games, and they're basically they're more of a story situation. So I was looking at that. I was looking at uh, Red Matter, which is another VR game on Steam. Um, that yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm looking more for puzzle games as well. I, I want things that I can manipulate in VR. That's that's what I want. Uh so I've been messing around with uh with those games. Uh and uh, I'm actually looking forward to a, another game that's coming out for Oculus. It's you know built by um uh built for Oculus that's coming out in uh, June uh and it is a uh kind of a, a robot game which includes jumping, climbing, you know, you know, gunplay and stuff like that. But it's, uh, uh, it's, it's coming out really soon. And I, I am missing out on all kinds of different fucking names. What the fuck is happening with my brain right now? Um, sorry, I am looking at games here. So, uh, speaking of, you know, VR games that, you know, that I've been playing, I've, uh, I picked, uh, I played a little bit of the Vox Machina, um, which, uh, I- I've got to say surprised the piss out of me. Like, yeah. It drives well, doesn't it? That, that game, I didn't figure I would get into it cause you, you know, the way that you described it with all the different levers and shit that you have in the cockpit and you have to deal with, you know, like turning the torso and using your head to aim and, you know, and stuff. I, f- I figured there was a lot of shit to work out. Yeah, for you get used to it really quick. Super quick. Like, I had I had fun in that. Like, you know, so the big part of VR was, you know, the motion sickness part of it, right? So you had... Did you fly it all in it? Yeah. Yeah, of course I did. Um, the jump jets are pretty good in The that. jump jets are pretty good. So... So Vox Machina is basically the team deathmatch version of uh Mech Warrior with you know with different types of mechs set up, you know, with uh with, with different types of guns. So the guns are fairly basic, like there's there's a real gun, there's cannons, there's missiles, and there's uh you know like uh like a chain gun, you know, style, uh, and then some lasers. Outside of that, I mean, there's not a whole lot of super big variety in the weapons, but the combat makes up for it. Well, also know that you can kit out each of the mechs, too. Right. And I was, and each of them has a base as what they do and what their role is. And even the little mechs feel pretty powerful. Right. The Well, there's one mech that is, uh, that's built to jump on top of other mechs and drill down, uh, which I fo- uh, thought was a very interesting. Um, I have been messing around with, uh, you know, with that game off and on, borrowing it from you. Uh, and, uh, I, I've found out that just, just being in a cockpit for the, you know, for those types of games completely eliminates the whole movement issue because you're, you're used to it. If, If you're up, you know, if you're of a driving age, you're used to that kind of movement, just driving a car, you know? So it doesn't matter if you're flying or not. The, the motion sickness portion of that game is completely 
different because you've got a static view in front of you. You've got a static, like, you know, your levers aren't moving. You have a dashboard. Right. You have a dashboard. You're, you're, you're manipulating things on a dashboard and you're seeing through things throughout of, uh, through a view window. Um, I had a lot of fun with the battering ram mech, which when you put up the jump jets, it pulls down some shields in front of you and it does extra damage when you, you know, ram into things. Um, so I was playing a lot with that. That game is really fun. You know, it's unfortunate I'm, that there's not a whole lot of people playing so that you can't get into multiplayer matches very easily. Uh, but the bot matches are fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a it's still in early access too, so I'm kind of waiting to see what happens with it. Yeah, but I, I'm looking at a lot of really cool games coming out here recently, you know, you know, in the next few months, and I'm hoping that uh, VR catches on a little bit more. There is more people actually getting into VR. Um, it's just still yeah. A there's another very... guy at work that's just upgraded his graphics card. He got himself a 2060, and now he's looking at a headset mm-hmm. because his friend's been he's been going over to his friend's house and playing VR a lot, and he's like, I got to get this. So, so that brings me to this thing. So, I spent, I went and I got I got new VR covers for my headset. Uh, so those came in. And I gotta say that fixes a lot of the you know, the uh, the issues that I've had. Yeah. So if you've got an Oculus, get VR covers hygiene set. It comes with like three different pads, uh, you know, and they're replaceable on a you know interface that they that they provide that has some Velcro on it. Uh, and I recommend getting that immediately because that fixed a lot of my comfort issues with uh with the actual faceplate um but i you know after getting all of these things like spent sixty dollars on that spent sixty dollars more on you know on a fourth sensor i'd already spent sixty dollars on a third sensor so that's 120 dollars you know two hundred dollars on a you know an accessories give or take another hundred dollars on freaking you know uh you know a specialty you know, USB extension kit for, you know, because Oculus uses USB bandwidth like crazy. Yep. Uh, then the whole, the whole setup for, you know, for Oculus, which was like 350 or so. For this price, I could have gotten the base ass fucking, you know, Vive and been better off because the lighthouses don't require, you know, the, you know, as many VR, you know, as many USB channels. You know, it works wirelessly, you know, all kinds of shit. Yeah. So if I had, if I knew what I know now back then, I would have gotten a Vive. And I would just taken an extra $100, you know, you know, upfront cost and just gotten the Vive. And for me, who's the more the uh, person with a little bit more budget or different budget than Rusty. I would have just gotten a better card, and I would still keep what I got. Honestly, after putting on your headset and having spent as many hours as I have in the Oculus, you need to come check the Oculus out. I might. Because there is a there is a noticeable difference between the two as far as how things fit and work and, you know, set on the face. Uh, and I've even got a, uh, a pad, the, the new VR cover pad. I mean, I can get the, pads uh, too. 
Right. Well, this the what I'm saying is that I've got a thicker pad that allows for wearing glasses. Right. And, you know, so you can... I'm still good with my peasant VR. All right. I mean, I'm not upgrading that sucker for a long time. And that's fine. You know, and the Windows Mixed Reality headsets are not bad. It's it just... has the same. Re- it has the same resolution in that. It has a different field of view than what you have. But the resolution that's on that is higher. Is the only thing higher is a Vive Pro. And I can, you can tell the you know the difference between the two. I'm just saying that you know, got in, five degrees difference field of view, and it is very obvious that that fucking cover on there is cheap as shit, and I need to find a replacement. Right. Well, I like the flip up feature too. The the, the nose, nose part sucks. Oh, I it, know it does because it it pinches your nose down. <laughs> I I wear mine differently than most people because I, I wear glasses, right? So the way that I put mine on is I put it on and I hang it kind of in front of my face a little bit to where it sits about a quarter of an inch off my nose. Right. And I tighten the top of the headband on so it just kind of hangs there. Gotcha. And it doesn't really ever touch my nose. I breathe just fine. Okay. Well, I have... And I've got enough cover there that I don't see a lot of light leakage. When, when, I'm, when I'm playing VR for a period of time, and Jason can attest to this, mm-hmm. I've got the VR impression on my face... Where yep. you know where the pad hits with the new uh, with the new pad, it is not wrinkled up in spots. It is a perfect impression of the pad in my face. <laughs> so, uh, um, so yeah. Want to get us back on track, Jason? Is there any other stories that we need to talk about that we're missing here? Oh, <laughs> well, I saw. I saw an interesting one for uh, uh, just simply for the fact that this is purely a mobile game, but yet it's hitting PC gamer, I guess, because of Windows. Um, Plague Inc., which is a strategy sim all of us have played. <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> right? Um, are... The developer is adding anti-vaxxers as a buff. <laughs> as a buff to the uh, buff to the virus. Vaxxing yes. does not cause autism. Fuck you. <laughs> it's a buff to the virus. The whole point of the game is to cultivate your virus to kill all of humanity. So they're anti- adding anti-vaxxers as a buff to the virus so that it'll make it easier for the virus to kill all of humanity. I mean, it's, it's already. Craziness. I, it's again. I, I keep going, leaning slightly political, but I feel like it's a political that ninety percent can get behind. Uh, right. <laughs> that again, it's another one of those growing stupid trends that we have. You know, censorship, dumb trend, and then anti-vaxxing that you keep. Most, I say most. Anybody on my news feed for Facebook or Twitter seems to be on the crowd, be on the sensible side of like, stop with the anti-vaxxing already. You're fucking it up. And then I've seen a lot of stuff of like, hey, your anti-vaxxing caused people with autoimmune disorders to have the fucking measles because you're not fucking vaccinated. Like, that shit is fucked up. So I'm glad that most of the world is up in arms about anti-vaxxing. Right. Like, be a hippie, but don't be an anti-vaxxer. Fuck. Don't don't be... I don't care about your personal beliefs as long as it doesn't affect others and that affects others because we might have the fucking black plague before we know it because there are anti-vaxxers right yeah 
What? See a resurgence of small and see a resurgence of smallpox that we thought was completely dead. You guys are a bunch of fucking morons. (laughs) (laughs) It's 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 fucking science. It's dumb. Like dumb. It it was just one of those things. I I have to applaud Endemic here because they're totally. It, the they thing, are making a joke out of a dumb argument. But the thing is, is it's this, as dumb this, as flat earthers, <laughs> right? Don't even get me started. I, why? 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 I, I can't even understand. Why are you this what, dumb? What happens when you go south of Antarctica? Who you fell off the Earth, dude? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I. The thing is, is the endemic. And Plague Inc. has actually been used to model things like, you know, you know, virus spreading. You know, there. I mean, it's it's. I'm so fucking fired up. I mean, th- just that that right there. You know, adding anti-vaxxers in there actually gives you know gives the people who use that as kind of like a really basic model for virus spreading another uh, another vector to say, hey, anti-vaxxers, you're a dumbass. Look at this. And if it you did know, cause yeah. autism, fuck you for thinking autistic people are bad. Autistic people have contributed a lot of things to society exactly. that you are exactly not doing. That's the, fuck you. It's it's not a problem with the person. That's that's the thing. It's a different way of thinking. Right. So seriously, fuck you. Yeah. Well, no, no, you know what I mean. That, like I just, I, yeah. I'm sorry. In order in order for a vaccine to. There's, Kick it's off just, something like autism in your child. There had to have been the genetic markers there for autism to begin with. No connection, though. You're not going to make your kid autistic. It's, it's. There's no connection. Like, yeah. sh- sugar causes isn't diabetes. Mer- isn't it mercury and vaccines they're talking about or something like that? They were saying like, that was original. That was the original part. Was that that. Uh, that some vaccines were created using a uh, a um, uh, some form of mercury. It was not straight mercury, obviously, because that's fucking poisonous. But they were using a uh, uh, like a, an isotope of something that that also you know was derived from mercury. I'm just so it it wasn't straight on mercury, and they actually you know the doctors actually proved that this thing is fucking harmless to the human system and they could make vaccines completely without it and they have done so so there's the only thing that i could think of that you know there's there's certain types of vaccines that that use um that use egg you know parts like the the you know enzymes from the whites of an egg that people who have egg allergies can't use Outside of that, though, I mean, if you're not allergic to the vaccine, use the fucking vaccine. Don't bring back the black plague, so, you son of a bitch. He, here's the here's the funny-ass kicker to all of this. So, Endemic said, you know what? This is such a great thing that uh, if you give us, you know, a petition with, you know, 10,000 signatures... We'll add an anti-vaxxer scenario to the game. And so it's just a free ad. Said petition is at 20,000. Plague Inc.'s a great game. It's the only game I play on Android. It, right. It, it's a 
it's a great time sink, but it's also a fairly decent strategy game. I mean, it started Madagascar. Just, yeah. just, yeah, Madagascar is where it's at. Yeah, you, everything, every world killer well, starts in Madagascar. It, it depends on the virus type. Yeah, true. Totally depends on the virus type. <clears throat> the bacterials work real well for Madagascar because. You, you just know, you just need to make sure that you get Madagascar yeah. at some point, and you know, starting out in Madagascar yeah. makes it easy. <laughs> uh, especially once the, uh, especially once the now, shipping lanes. Now you know, these updates will be coming to the mobile platforms first. Well, yeah. I mean that's where um, I play it. So, <laughs> so uh, I mean I still have it. I I, I still have it on PC. Um, I, have I have it on both. I have it on Android and on PC. I have the pay yeah. version on Android because it was definitely worth buying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have it on my tablet as well. It's the only game I play fairly religiously mobile besides XCOM. Right. Because, I mean... It's a good game. When, when you need to destroy humanity, why not? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good rage game. It was a great game to play on a plane. Right. That's fucking sad. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just going to destroy humanity now. <laughs> That man over there snoring. I'm just going to pretend that he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it. I just thought that was interesting when Justin posted that to our private feed. I was like, oh, mm. this is amazing. Mm. I'm right there with it. And sorry for going political. I figure mm. it's in good, good yeah. taste, though. Uh couple small pieces of lighthearted news uh site uh cd project red confirmed cyberpunk 2077 will be shown at e3 this year good they need to um, actually put yeah, put some so, more out there so they will have a full showing out there good um and we will be getting our first look at uh the new star wars game fallen or jedi fallen order uh in a little over a month, April 13th. Yeah, I heard about that. That's the uh, Respawn game, right? Yes. Okay, that so... That's the Respawn Star Wars game. All right. That should be, hopefully, all right. I'm I'm, I'm hoping for a, a fairly decent showing there. There, It's been pretty quiet as far as details for that game, so it'll be, I'll be interested to see what they uh, what they reveal. Well, I know it's... it's that's... Yeah, I don't know a lot about it actually. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Um Yeah. Fucking I've got nothing else, man. I I, I looked there's uh, some stuff that came out of Nintendo about a Pokemon game called Sword and Shield that's going to bring the RPG elements back to Pokemon. Um, speaking of Pokemon, I've been watching some of the fucking trailers for Detective Pikachu, and now I want to play. I want to watch that movie. I, I've never watched a Pokemon movie before. Why would... I've never watched the Pokemon movie before. I honestly yeah. have not watched a Pokemon movie outside of what was on Twitch, because sometimes Twitch does you know the Pokemon show and movies and stuff on Twitch, and I stir it up as background you know background sound at work. Um, but the reason why I want to uh you know, want to watch this movie is because it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's Ryan Reynolds, it's uh, it's Deadpool as as Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> it's Deadpool as Pikachu. It's it's Deadpool as Pikachu. Um, I just don't know if I can get behind that. I, 
it's probably going to be a, a, a rent, but because I don't ever go to the fucking movies anymore, but, um, but God damn. I mean, it, I don't know why it, originally the, like the very first iterations of detective Pikachu had a really deep voiced Pikachu, which didn't work. Like it, it just didn't click. And then I, then I heard Ryan Reynolds voice there and I'm like, wait, okay. Um, somehow this works. I don't know why it's still weird, but it somehow works. Well, just report uh, on it after you watch. It. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell me how that goes, but, um, Sword and Shield is uh, the, uh, is the uh, is the Pokemon game. It's coming for yeah. Switch, which is a big thing because Switch being you know not the fucking DS, right? It is the first RPG Pokemon on the Switch. On the Switch, yeah. So, um, with that, um, new games coming out soon. Mm. Devil May Cry Five hits March eighth mm. for PS One, Xbox, and or for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Mm. Uh, Division 2 on the 15th. On the 22nd, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. You're looking forward to that, Justin, right? Yeah, that's that's on my budget for this month. Uh, yeah. the, uh, the Division is I've on got, mine. I've got plenty of stuff to play until then. Yeah, yeah Division's on mine, and I'm, I'm, I'm holding off on new games until then, I think. Yeah. Uh, Outward and Walking Dead episode four comes out March twenty sixth. Oh yeah, Walking Dead reminds me of something. The um, the the fucking uh, Overkill, Walking Dead, is being completely removed. It's they're stopping support for it completely. The 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 publisher. It's because I heard it was a shitty Left for Dead game. Well. Yeah, the the publisher publicly apologized to all the people who you know purchased the game and squarely threw the developer under the bus, saying that they made a subpar game. Uh, and they're stopping, they're pulling it from the Steam store, and they're stopping all support for the game, and they're not going to make any you know anything new for it, and they're also not going to be porting it to the consoles, so it's only available Damn. on P- yeah, PC. Yeah. Um, also a couple of Nintendo Switch surprises, uh, Unravel 2 is coming to Nintendo Switch on March 22nd, and Yoshi's Crafted World on March 29th. Yay. So. I'm sorry, I I have a Switch, but I can't really, I can't get into those two games, so. (laughs) All right, so Jason, where can you find us? Find us at TiltCast.com, find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. All right, find friends of the show for the love of gaming. Find uh, yeah. places and things. Uh, KBG, cabbage, cabbage on YouTube when he starts releasing new videos. Find um, carouselpodcast.com while they still last. Find noquarters.net. Find bmfcast.com and tvgp.tv. They still talk about video games. And With that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.